Welcome, welcome, welcome Resident to Reservations for One with Bills. I am Bills, back with this week's episode. You know, on the podcast, I barely address anything that I don't like or anything that, you know, I try not to talk negative about nothing, but something really rugged me the wrong way, or should I say someone rugged me the wrong way, and I feel like I just got to address them. I got beef with somebody now. With Neil deGrasse Tyson. You should have just sat there and ate your food. I'm watching YouTube and I'm watching a Vlad interview. And Neil deGrasse Tyson is on Vlad. One, I don't know what you even doing on Vlad. But people go on Vlad. And you know what happens when people go on Vlad? They get into problems. They get into drama. So I'm assuming you up there to get into drama. And you got it. Well, well, you 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 know, I, I, you're a very very smart man. I love Neil. I used to love Neil deGrasse Tyson. I probably still do. I still do. I won't say that, but you got to keep Interstellar out your mouth. You make a lot of valid points. You're intelligent, but you can't be out here dissing shit that people like. I love Interstellar. I will kill somebody for Interstellar. That's the best movie I've ever saw, and you took it upon yourself to <laughs> debuke and, and talk bad about that movie. And honestly. As black men and black men, I usually wouldn't be beefing with you over a white man movie. You feel me? But I ain't like how your pops did um, Mimi Johnson in the last episode of of, of um, Godfather in Harlem. So a little bit of my disdain come from that. And I'm just not feeling you dissing Interstellar. So, you know, you got to chill out, Neil deGrasse Tyson, boy. You ever say something about Interstellar again, I'm coming to find you. And we're going to talk this out like gentlemen. <laughs> nah, but I was crying. What? What is Vlad? Yo, what was Neil deGrasse Tyson doing on Vlad TV? Like that, that shit had me weak. But Neil deGrasse Tyson is definitely, definitely a smart man. He definitely, um, like it just amazed me how some people could be, be that smart though. Like, like he definitely, definitely intelligent and just, and it's inspired me to be more smarter. And I mean, I don't sound like it's saying more smarter, but <laughs> I definitely, definitely inspired. And uh, I'm going to start doing a lot more research. You know, I've been getting a lot of inspired inspiration lately from a lot of different sources. And I feel that's good because sometimes you go through, I go through like a point of life where I just feel like I don't want to learn nothing or I don't want to work or I'm, I'm just dull and flat. And lately I have not been feeling like that. So I'm definitely, definitely not saying I want to be a scientist because he he's some super nerd scientist guy and uh, but I don't think I I got the capacity to be that. But you know he probably can't do the shit I could do. He probably can't play CeeLo, You feel me? Uh, I could play CeeLo. I'm left hand, right hand, head crack. You feel me? So I, I'm I'm just as smart as Neil deGrasse Tyson in my fields. So <laughs> um, what else happened this year? Oh, I saw a Pretty Woman. I saw Pretty Woman. Oh, man, I love Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman was definitely a great, great movie. Richard Gere was tripping a little bit. You feel me? But, hey, you feel me? The heart wants what the heart wants. So, I, I'm not going to get into that. But, you know, it was definitely a great movie. I saw the iconic scene of, oh, you shop on commission. <laughs> and, um, big mistake. That, that I finally seen where that was from because I've seen that clip over all of the years. But... Uh, Richard Gere definitely met a woman on the street. He was having a rough day, met a woman on the street. But he did have bad luck with women in general. So who knows? Like that one was the one to to straighten him out. Like he needed help. He he was a terrible person in the movie also. So, you know. And 
what ha- what else happened? Boom, met her on the street. Then he like, yo, I want you to just stay with me. He having mad fun with her. She got him doing mad stuff that he never did and just living a simple life because he was some rich businessman. And then at the end, when he about to leave her, he like, yo, I'm going to put you up. I'm going to get you a house. I'm going to get you a crib. I'm going to get you a car. You ain't got to work. She like, nah. And he like, what you mean now? Like, you ain't got nothing. I'm about to give you everything. She like, nah, I'm good. I want more. And she overplayed her hand, and I must say, it worked, because he like, all right, fuck it, he gave in. So, sometimes in life, you got to overplay your hand, you feel me, and, and to get a rich man. But, and, oh, my favorite part of the movie was at the end, because she had told him, like, yo, when I was a little girl, I always, my mother locked me in the attic, and I always dreamed a knight in shiny armor would come save me. So then at the end, when he climbed up the the lad, the, uh, the stairs, the fire escape to get her he, he was like so what happened when he come saved him she was like i saved him right back like you need me just as much as i need you so that that was the most fire part of the movie right right there that's when i shed two tears because it's a beautiful love story man like we all searching for a love story like that. that's why i couldn't hate on him being with a woman that he met on the street because it's like yo we looking for love who who might have judged where he found love we are all looking for love. We are all looking for the person that could just make our life so much better and so much easier. Because that's what life is about. Life is hard, yo. You should not have to go through life alone. You should not have to go through this life alone. So, uh, Pretty Woman was definitely, definitely a good movie. What else is going on? The NBA. Oh, my God. The NBA. I cannot believe what's going on. LeBron. I shed a tear over that this week, too, man. I, I don't want to see LeBron go out like that. Please, man. LeBron got to come through 4-0, man. I'm, I'm, I respect Denver. Denver's a tough team, but I can't let LeBron go out like that. They can't let him, man. Please. If I need the conspiracy theories to come back and help LeBron win, please, Adam Silver. Because... <laughs> I'm. I mean, I'm just. I would definitely watch whoever whoever gonna play. I'm gonna watch the NBA Finals, and it's gonna be interesting. It might even be more interesting with um, Denver and Miami because it's like no no favorite, no what you call it, but it, it definitely gonna hurt the ratings. So that definitely debuts the NBA is rigged theory right there. So that killed that conspiracy theory, nipped it right in the butt because. Ain't no way in the world you telling me the NBA is rigged for them two teams. And when I started thinking about it, why wouldn't the NBA be rigged? Like, yo, it tells you, like I said last time, it's like they paying you all this money. They they generating all this money. They dictate what is going on. That's like saying Seinfeld is rigged. That's like saying <laughs> Martin was rigged. It's a, a scripted show. But I, I do think, though, how they could fix if they want people to stop saying the NBA is rigged, it got to be more consequences for losing. It's like, all right, I'm giving you $40 million a year to play, but if you lose, you lose a, a, a pinky toe or something, or you lose a finger. Like, I'm thinking, any person out here, 90% of the people in this world would be like, all right, I will take the chance of making $40 million if I win and if I lose, I'll lose a. Uh, I still get the forty million dollars, but I gotta lose a, a finger, a pinky, a pinky, or uh, a finger, a toe, or something. That is is great odds, and that 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 is how to fix it. And somebody asked me, like one of the Axad Pips questions, like what conspiracy theories I believed in, and I won't say I don't none because I don't believe these things are conspiracy theories. Like one, I'm not like the COVID is five G guy. I'm not. 
this. Like, I'm I'm iffy on the world being flat because I do believe in hollow earth. But it's like some stuff is just, you know, it's just like some stuff is too fucking out of this world to even believe. And some stuff makes sense. Like, I could see not all birds being fake, but certain birds being fake because... If you want to watch somebody that's easy to surveil them, have fake birds. Because i never seen a baby pigeon. I used to think the little brown birds was baby pigeons and they turned into the big pigeons. And then I found out that's not true. So now I'm like, what the fuck? Now I don't even see those little brown birds no more. No, you see is pigeons. So, you know, I'm definitely could, could go with birds being fake. What other conspiracy theories? Um, I could definitely see... Not just, I don't want to single Bill Gates out because that that is one thing that people saying Bill Gates is trying to kill people and population control. And, and I don't think it's population control. I think it's just somebody like Bill Gates. Why wouldn't you kill a bunch of people if you Bill Gates? Like history rewards. If you look on any history thing or any people that live ever, like what's the object of certain people like rich and famous people and stuff like that? They want to live forever. And the one way to one way to live forever is to have your name live forever, like. So why wouldn't somebody like Bill Gates try to kill ten million people? Because <laughs> he, you get reward. It's like we reward the the evil people throughout history. It's like every tyrant that killed a bunch of people still get mentioned to this day. Still get glorified movies about them. Everything, even just people who do simple killing stuff. I think the man who killed John Lennon said. He killed John Lennon because he wanted to be known forever as the man who killed John Lennon. It's all these serial killer documentaries. It's like we're rewarding people for being evil. So it's not even a conspiracy. Yeah, I, if I was some rich and powerful man. Because, listen, I'm not saying I would. But, hey, if I had nothing else going for myself and <laughs> I know if I, and I want to be remembered forever. And I'm like, fuck, if I could kill 40 people, then I'm going to be in the history books. But... I feel like we just got to start rewarding more positive people and positive things. But honestly, now that I think about it, it is getting us down because I feel like a bunch of, I don't know no mass shooter name and that's a good thing. Like, I don't know no mass shooter name, not one. And that's a good thing. We're not, not glorifying it. So I do feel like we, we heading towards the right direction to stop glorifying violence in society because it's just, violence is the dumbest shit. It's nothing good that comes from violence. Like, not one single thing I could think of benefit that comes from violence. Maybe at a time in history, that was the thing. But I feel like right now, that is definitely not it. Like, I feel like you do more when you... I feel like the world is already too fucked up that, you know, like, you get more out of doing good nowadays. That's why I do like, like... I mean, yeah, Elon Musk trying to get people to Mars. I feel like that's the way he's going to get remembered forever. Because if you could take people from one planet to another planet and... That'll be a good thing. So, uh, just I say that to say this: just do good, man. Just do good. Everybody do good. If I feel like if we could all change the narrative and everybody do good and get the narrative away from being violent and shit like that, man. Let's make movies about all of the great people. I'm not even watching nothing negative no more on TV. I'm only watching stuff like I used to watch like the top ten villains. Not only only watching like good good top ten nicest people in history. The most philanthropistic people in history and stuff like that. Is that a word? Maybe. Maybe I just made it up. So, well, it's been an re episode of Reservations for One with Bills. You can check us out on Saturday.com. Check out our new merch we just dropped. You can find me at Sad Pit on Instagram, Be Billions on Twitter. Make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast and follow Saturday on Instagram and Twitter. I am out.